Hey, Maketa, are you on? Yes, I'm here. Okay. Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, Forbidden Bliss with Bianca Monet. Um, on this episode, I wanted to invite my friend Maketa um, on here and just really talk and catch up on how everything's been going. Um, I wanted her to share with us, you know, her businesses that she's been doing and really just catch up Um I was supposed to actually go back down to New Orleans a couple months ago, and I remember reaching out to you, and um, we ended up not going that way. We just stayed at my grandparents' house, but I was really upset and sad because I really wanted to come to New Orleans and see you and hang out because, you know, we haven't seen each other since COVID, and yeah, so I really just wanted to just reach out and just see how you were and just catch up on everything, so yeah, feel free to introduce yourself. Well, thank you, Bianca. I really appreciate you even thinking of me to be on your podcast. It's really, um, it's really an honor. It feels good. You know, it's my first time being on someone's podcast. And it just feels good to, um, to be recognized as someone like even worth talking about or, you know, sharing anything about. Um, I know it's been a minute. We haven't seen each other. And I'm glad to be able to like take this time to catch up. It feels really good. Um, yeah. My name is my name is Maketa, as uh, Bianca men- Bianca mentioned. Um, I am a herbalist. I am a yoga instructor, a meditation facilitator, and overall, I'm just just living, just fully embodying what it means to just be authentic and live in my truth, whatever that means, and it fluctuates, you know. Yeah. Um, Before we kind of get started, I wanted to see if we can maybe take a breath just to kind of encourage us to kind of be in a grounded space and also to encourage the listeners to be in a more grounded space. Yeah, I'm down with that. Awesome. So let's, let's close our eyes if we have a place to do that. We can take a nice big inhale through the nose and exhale from the mouth. couple more just like that big inhale through the nose and exhale last one big inhale through the nose let's hold it at the top for five four three two one and big exhale from the mouth Maybe allowing the shoulders to drop away from the ears, relaxing a little bit more and just allowing ourselves to be a little more present at this time. Hmm. Thank you for that. No, thank you. I really appreciate that. I think it's always good to start off things like that. Um, So yeah, definitely thank you. Um, So yeah, I definitely wanna talk about you Um, being an herbalist and everything later but just to kind of start us off like we met through um, a mutual friend or like a family member on my side but um, a friend of yours Um, Mm -hmm. you know we met um, in New Orleans for Mardi Gras and um, (laughs) we found out that we both were living there and we both didn't really know that many people outside of like you know friends or family or close friends or family Um, so we got together and started hanging out a little bit more and um towards the end of like 
May or June. Like I mm-hmm. said, um, you moved to New Orleans. I moved there for a little bit. And then once I wasn't able to work due to COVID, I came back to Dallas. So we started bonding and like hanging out a lot more towards me leaving out of New Orleans while, you know, you were still there. Right. I was super sad because you were like such a good person to hang out with. We did things like, you know, went outside to the park. We, you know, meditated, just talked and just tried to like build a friendship. So I was really sad about that. And I definitely always kept you in the back of my mind. Always wanted to keep in touch. But you just seem like such a really good, positive person. But um, how have you been doing um, since? Like, how are you, how are things going in New Orleans? How are you like navigating New Orleans through, you know, still through this pandemic? Mm, Yeah, such a good question. And I definitely do like appreciate us meeting when we did meet because you're probably still one of the only few people I've even really encountered Mm -hmm. during my time here because of everything that's going on. Um, In terms of navigating and really just taking care of myself, it's been a lot of a lot of meditation, a lot of um, self-reflection, a lot of just taking it day by day and not forcing myself to be one way or be another way or um, even the idea of productivity. There's days when I'm more productive, where I'm, you know, doing more things for the business and growing, being, you know, being a growing entrepreneur. And there's days where I just want to rest. I just need to lay down or even if it's just like sitting somewhere and reading and just honoring really where I'm at Um, and I think that's so important especially for us as black women Mm -hmm. we aren't encouraged enough to rest it's just this go 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 mentality and I think um, this year specifically has taught me so far at least the importance of rest Um, so yeah that's really how I've been navigating and me adjusting to being here hasn't been a tough adjustment, honestly. I, I'm really grateful for where I am, like where I'm living. Um, I'm in a pretty decent neighborhood, so it's it's easy to navigate and get around. And the people are so nice. The people are so friendly. Um, so that's really nice. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and I don't know. It's 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 been a it's been an adjustment in terms of like being away from people, you know, that I know familiar faces and things of that nature, but. I feel like overall, it's so important sometimes to get away from what you know, so that way you can grow, you know? Yeah, no, I understand that completely. And it's, uh, you know, funny that you say that um, as far as Black women needing to rest, because for myself, I always like would tell myself, I don't like having so much idle time. I feel mm-hmm. like having too much idle time, I'll start doing things that, you know, aren't the most positive or, you mm-hmm. know, just like waste time on things that you know, you really shouldn't be. Um, But this year with COVID, you really was like, well, all of us, we were really forced to like, be still and Mm -hmm. forced to like, not work. And it's like, okay, so now you're in, you know, your house or your apartment or wherever, and you can't do the things that you normally do on a consistent basis, as far as, you know, making money, leaving your household, et cetera, et cetera. So you're really, all you can really do is like, sit with yourself. Mm Mm-hmm try to find other things to, you know, occupy your time and try to find positive things at that. Like that was one thing I was really able to do since COVID was like tap into things that were positive hobbies, like, you know, not things that, you know, just waste time or you waste money and it's not the best, like the best thing for you. Mm -hmm. It's about really kind of like 
maybe going back to some childhood things that you used to enjoy, whether that was like drawing or coloring or painting or anything of that nature. Um, For me, it was more so like writing, writing, Mm. doing this podcast. I would say like, Mm -hmm. that was like the big things for me. So yeah, like that's actually- I love um, that. Yeah, now that you say that, because I was always that person, like I have to always- feel like I'm on the go or like I have mm-hmm. to be doing something so right yeah absolutely and I want to say it's I mean it's the culture in general but I, I want to say I had it bad growing up in LA and just being you know on the go and just it was this hustle mentality if you know if you, you make you, you sleep when you die type of mentality and if you're not you know if we don't get sleep because we're making money that it's it's all kind of toxic and I understand the importance of currency the importance of money and income and all those things but rest is very important you know we can't our bodies can't function if we're not resting so yeah I've had to really um take a step back and not shame myself for the days where I just need to rest even if resting means you know taking a walk or for me it's been like picking up you said old childhood things and I started biking which is I haven't done since I was a kid um so that's been so interesting and so fun and so uh such a stress reliever for me and I'm just I'm really enjoying that so yeah no that's really cool I've actually been thinking about doing like rollerblades like get some skates or a bike yeah yeah here for it right Mm -hmm. now um so tell me about your businesses um, you, you know, briefly touched on you being an herbalist, but, you know, kind of go a little bit more in detail for everyone about what it is that you exactly do. Well, in terms of the herbalism, I want to say I'm a budding herbalist, meaning I'm still learning. And I feel like it's always a learning experience with anything, but especially with herbalism. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> a lot of which is self-taught right now. There's some workshops I've attended and had access to, and I really ultimately want to bring back the notion that we don't have to rely on the medical industry because, you know, we've seen time and time again that it's not so much a a healthcare industry. It's more of like a health management industry. Mm -hmm. Um, And so many of us are on variety of medicines and all these different things that if we were to take our health care back in our own hands from the inside out we would have a better outcome you know just kind of like from a holistic perspective yeah and um that's like a long-term goal you know but right now because I I've been doing hair my whole life it's my journey's kind of interesting I've been doing hair my whole life I taught myself how to braid when I was eight and um it's been something I've been doing full-time for the past few years and um when I started the herbalism journey I wanted to create a product for clients specifically that you know wanted to be you know take care of their scalp and nourish their hair while they're in protective styles Mm -hmm. um so it kind of you know blossomed into oh well I can create oils and I kind of got tired of buying different products that had a bunch of nonsense in them honestly um so I figured why not use my own hands and my own resources to make products that are natural and organic and we know where they come from and it's, you know, just better that way. So that's where I'm at right now. Uh, Creating oils and figuring out different blends and testing it out on myself. And uh, my friends allow me to, you know, use them as, I don't want to say test dummies, but you know, they allow me to use them as 
resources as well. And it's just been really nice and it's growing, it's blossoming. And I'm really just grateful for that. Yeah. No, that's really cool. Like I was able to see a little bit of it when I was there, like, you know, at your home. Um, so you said like you make oils um, for the skin, for the hair, like more mm-hmm. specifically. Okay. Um, so nothing as far as like you can take or, you know, intake. It's more just for the outside, for the skin, for the hair, for, you know, whatever else it may be. So far, yeah. Um, okay. I, I have like a tea blend that I've been working on for anxiety mm-hmm. because especially right now, like I feel like all of us have realized we've at least dealt with anxiety on some level, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's been something that I've been working on and intend to put out soon actually um because it's just it's important for us to take like I said take our health back into our own hands but it'll be a a full-on you know external internal but it's a growing process so yeah yeah I love that I love seeing like black people or black women you know getting into like the herb the herbal feel or like the medicinal feel um especially Mm -hmm. with different medicines um like you said all the medicines you know that they give us and they make us take you know you have to take one medicine and then you have to take five or six more medications for the first mm-hmm. one, like, you know, and it's just, you have no idea what you're pumping into yourself. You know, you don't right. have side effects. You don't, you know, you don't know if it's going to make you additionally worse or better. Um, right. Open your trust into a man-made medicine, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's, I actually think that's really cool that you're doing that. And like, Thank what you. got you into um, like even suggesting that was it just like the culture in Cali, like you just growing up around, you know, herbals like herbs did you have anybody in your family or close to you that kind of specialized in this as well that got you interested or this is like completely organic completely you know just you that's a good question actually I I almost wish that was the background like I had someone that you know kind of showed me the ropes a little bit but um I kind of stepped into it through my own personal health journey you know Mm -hmm. um I'd experienced different nothing major thankfully but just different ailments and behind popping a pill to you know kind of band-aid it never really sat well with me and it Mm -hmm. never really got to the bottom of it I, I experienced different intestinal issues even as a kid different stomach issues and all minor for the most part, at least they were telling me that, you know, but it just never, they never really had an answer for me. It was always, uh, well, you know, you could do this, you could do this, we could take this out. And I'm just like, oh, I don't, I don't know about that. Like maybe there's another way, you know? Yeah. Um, so I just started doing my own research and I would, I remember literally just starting off by typing in on Google, like natural remedies for blank you know mm-hmm. um and that's kind of where it started and I was like oh there's an herb there's there's this for that like oh okay they don't talk about this very often and then it just kind of blossomed into what it is now and it's still just growing so really just for my own health um my own experiences with the healthcare industry okay Definitely. have you ever have you worked in the healthcare industry or no Mm-mm. You know, okay. it's funny. I, I definitely thought about being a doctor as a, as a little girl, though. Mm-hmm. That was like a thought, you know. Yeah. Um, so some things come full circle, even if it looks a little different, you know. Yeah, no, definitely. You can always help people without having like a medical degree or being a doctor. You know what I mean? Like you can help people out in so many different ways. Um, when I was living in New Orleans, I was actually working at a rehab center that's uh, specified in like holistic care. So Ooh. they want you to do like... Um, 
talk about the mind, group therapies, meditations, um, mm. you know, writing out your feelings and emotions and, you know, you know, things of that nature versus always like trying to find a pill to give somebody to fix their whatever, whether right. anxiety, whether that's depression, whether that's this or that. Um, you know, sometimes people just need to take a step back and take a break and deal with things in other ways versus just, you know, giving them medicine. So right. For you, Definitely. do you meditate on like a daily basis or is it more so like a few times throughout the week that you meditate? I'd like to say a few times out the day. Because oh, wow. um, for me, meditation's not, I think we have this idea and I did too at some point that like you have to sit and own, you know, mm-hmm. but in, in reality, like almost everything could be meditative, you know, it's just like, we just took a few breaths and, you know, you take maybe four more like that and that's considered meditation. Um, sometimes I find myself shower meditation, you know, just being really intentional about whatever it is that you're doing and not allowing the mind to take you to, you know, yesterday or what you're going to do next. And, things of that nature but in terms of like sitting meditation at least once a day um but I try to just be more I think it's like more of a I like to call like a mindfulness practice because otherwise my mind would just go everywhere else and I'm just like Maketa just focus on what you're doing the task at hand Mm -hmm. so that way it can get done um so yeah I think it's important for us to all just be a little more mindful Okay. definitely mm-hmm. and what would you say is like the best time for you to meditate are you I know you say you do it multiple times throughout the day but um are you like maybe like a morning meditator and then you may do like a midday and then you do you know maybe one more time at night or is it just like whenever you feel you just know you want to meditate a specific time a day like I mean yeah a certain amount of time a day good question um it varies, but typically I try to do it right when I wake up. Um, it's been it's been challenging. My mind's been a lot of places in the past couple of weeks, but mm-hmm. I, I try to make a habit of before anything, you know, I wake up, I just go into just either some deep breaths or just, you know, I can lie, I can be lying down still and I'm just in that meditative state. Um, but I also like doing it in the evening too, before bed maybe, or just midday. It just really depends on whatever I need. I try to listen to myself and say, you know, maybe you just need a moment to just ground yourself to meditate a little bit. Um, but I, consistency and scheduling is so important too, especially for me, because if I don't, then I won't, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. No. Okay, cool. Cause like, I'm one of those people I try to do like in the morning time. Cause that's when I feel like I need to be the most focused. Um, mm-hmm. My mind isn't really racing just yet when you first wake up, you know? Right. So um, it's kind of like, as soon as you wake up, you kind of go into like a prayer, like, thank you. But it's mm-hmm. like, you know, a meditation or a breathing. So I try to do that in the morning. I wake up around six. So usually around 6, 15-ish, I've tried to get into the routine of, you know, maybe having like a quick five to seven minute just silence and just do meditation where I just pray um, I try to center myself. Um, I try to also kind of put together like my to-do list, my tasks for the day that I need to do, things that are yeah. important that I may have been kind of like pushing off. It's like, okay, you really need to do this today and just focus for those seven minutes to just really get yourself together for the day. Because sometimes just jumping out of bed and like straight into like the routine of getting ready and get, having to eat and then having to drive, like, you know what I'm saying? It just gets so chaotic 
Right. Um, sometimes you just don't start your day off the best way. And that is the reason why your day probably doesn't go as smooth or as well as it should or could. Agreed. Um, I tried to just really slow down in the morning. And another part of that is like my boss is really chill and really lenient. So walking into, you know, um, the office at eight thirty nine 9 o'clock isn't a big deal for her. So, um, you know, I have a little leeway. Like normally she would want us to be there at 7, but you now due to COVID, we go in like eight thirty nine. So just having that extra space and room in the morning and time to kind of get yourself together is also has been also like a good thing that's come out of this pandemic. Right. Absolutely. That's so important. Makes me, it makes me hope that like more employers realize how important it is to have that space, you know, because the employees work better, things run smoother, you know, people aren't like chaotic, frantic about getting to work. I don't know if you have to commute, you know, it's just Mm -hmm. a whole thing. So it makes the experience, it makes the the work environment and just the life environment just that much better. Yeah. So that, that's good. I, I'm glad that that makes me happy that like that's incorporated yeah, that's into your life. Cool. No, yeah. like the like an ideal world. I hope that we would be able to take away that or take away this from, you know, the pandemic. I would like love for us to maybe incorporate like working from home a lot more for a lot of people if possible. Mm-hmm. Um maybe even like like I said in the ideal world trying to like shorten the the hours of work days or like you know things of that nature like working eight hours a day or nine to ten out like you know some people do overtime I think that's like absurd like I don't know I just feel like maybe a six or seven hour work day you know that's gonna be a little bit more realistic or even a three-day week or not yeah, have it actually Friday off though, like a three day, right. like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Because I agree, think, what's two days like two days exactly? <laughs> like you can't do the things that you may need to do or you know want to do in two days. You know, a hundred percent. And it doesn't. It's not healthy for us as people to always feel like we're like hamsters on a wheel, and that's what the mm-hmm. week feels like. Like you know what I mean? You're like a hamster. And then two days of a break and then right back, back again Monday. Again. Yeah, you're just mm-hmm. back in it again. So yeah, I would actually I would love for corporations and people higher up to kind of look at this time and kind of think like, man, maybe we should kind of give our employees a little bit more leeway with things or a little bit more flexibility with things, you know. Seeing how, That's you know, right now we're all kind of stuck in this this weird spot, like in this weird place like you know just Mm -hmm. kind of be more considerate of other people and what they have going on in life but you know wishful thinking in that world Mm -hmm. Um, definitely we never know you know we never know you may be the ones to change it one day so right us millennials right right yeah (laughs) so since you know since you said that how have you been like What's going on in this political world? This is like a side question. I did not tell you, ask you this or let you know about this, but I'm going to just tap in for it for a little bit. What, how do you feel about just like the entire pandemic and how we have been like handling this and navigating this? And when I say we, I mean those that we look to as our leaders and people who have great moral compass and care about the American people, right? Um, mm-hmm. how do you feel as far as like where we're going 
with this do you are you one of those people that are like optimistic and think like this is going to be over with by december and we're going to be back to you know our regular scheduled program like back in january or you're like we're gonna have to we're gonna feel the effects of this for a good minute like you know Hmm. that's a good question as well um i feel like when i hear people say they're ready for things to go back to normal um i question what normal was you know um like we talked about you know the nine to five you know overextending yourself things of that nature that may have been normal but it wasn't conducive for like a healthy life you know so I don't know I don't know if I mean it's it's October now so I, I highly doubt that by December, things are just going to make some sort of turnaround. I don't think that's going to be the case. Right. Um, I think things will definitely change in terms of the way, like, there's going to be a new normal. Let's just say that. Absolutely. Um, and in terms of the polit- the po- political side of it, I don't know. I'm, I'm one of those people, if anything, that, granted, I know it's important. I know it's the state of, you know, the nation. I just... I find myself not super involved in politics, which to some people can just come off very um, Mm off-putting, but I just don't involve myself too much only because I think the stress factor and it it can become very, um, it can become a lot of, a big stressor for a lot of people, for me specifically. Absolutely. Because it's, there's so much that we just, we just have no control over in terms of, what they're doing and what they're saying and these things they're gonna supposedly put in place and honestly if I if I keep it 100 with you like none of this shit is theirs anyway none of this shit is theirs anyway so I don't understand why like it's it's to me like the indigenous me is like this is not y'all shit to be arguing over like you know I don't know but that's no. just that's an, that's another that's another topic. But right. it's like because because of the way things are and we do have politics, we do have a democracy. Right. It's just it's it's tricky because I don't know that things are gonna change. I mean, they haven't in all these years. You know, it's like Absolutely. what it's it's tricky. It's like we we're putting it we're putting this change in another white man's hands that mm-hmm. haven't changed anything. So it's like, is it really gonna change or is it just gonna be the same mask in a different? absolutely way you know what I mean I don't know like two different wings but like a part of the same bird kind of thing right I'm saying exactly exactly no I get I'm just like I'm just like "Mm." I try not to there's so many things going on that I try not to add to my list of like stressors you know Mm -hmm. but it's it's not gonna it's not gonna change though in terms of like this whole COVID thing and us going back like the strike like the clock hits you know midnight at 12 on December 31st and things are just back to normal like absolutely not yeah things are gonna shift drastically even more so and they have they continue to whether we you know see it or not but I don't know that's tricky yeah it's tricky it's so tricky yeah you're absolutely right because I mean regardless no one is well no one as speaking as who our political leaders are they're not medical experts so mm-hmm. they can't answer that. And then you have some of them who are like refusing to even pay attention and listen to the medical experts. So then it's like, right. okay, so then what's going on? You know what I'm saying? 
like right. do we who has the common sense here but no right. I definitely get that um okay cool um, <laughs> <laughs> so um outside of like you know work meditation your businesses trying to keep positive like what is like life outside of like sorry outside what is life in the world like like how have you been liking it in comparison to of course living in LA um like dating life do you feel like it's easier do you feel like it's meh like do you feel anything because like speaking for myself I haven't dated at all like haven't done anything haven't dated went on dates with anyone since like COVID even started and maybe even a little bit before COVID but I know like through this time it's been like no dating life but I know a lot of people who are like flourishing right now in the dating life like they're going out (laughs) on dates they're you know online dating they're like it's just like the pandemic hasn't slowed down anyone's show (laughs) so like for you it's crazy no it is hilarious but it's crazy at the same time like so what's what's the love life like in New Orleans during COVID for you or even like, is that even a priority to you? Not at all, actually. Um, I feel like I think back to your episode where you talk about how aggressive the men are here um, in terms of like the, the, their approach, you mm-hmm. know, not necessarily like physically or anything like that, because I haven't experienced anything like that, but um I just feel like they're very persistent here, right. like very persistent. Something that I mean, I'm I'm used to the the catcalling and things like that in LA, but here it's another level, and I was not prepared. Um, and I think me so more me mo- me more so not wanting to entertain anybody. Like it makes them even more persistent. Like they know that you're not interested, but they just will continue to pursue. Absolutely. Um, it's so strange it's like I don't I'm not trying to play hard to get I really just don't don't want you you. yes (laughs) (laughs) like it's nothing personal I'm just like you said it's just not a priority to me I've I've had my fair share of like dating experiences even like just casually entertaining folks just for the sake of it you know but I think because I'm doing so much like introspection right now on like myself and I just feel like I don't know if if you can't make, you know, if you can't make it feel better than me being by myself right now, then I really just don't need you around, honestly, because I'm good solo. Like, I really, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of people just want somebody to just waste time with and, you know, I'm just good and I just don't have the energy for it. But I mean, I feel like if someone came along and they matched the energy and it was like something cool to, you know, hang out with from time to time. That's why friends are great. That's why I was so happy when you were here. Cause I was like, Oh, somebody I can just hang out with. And yeah. Just, just, just very like platonic, you know? Um, Cause that's just nice. It's nice to be around people, but to date somebody, eh, I don't know. But outside of that, New Orleans is great. It's so beautiful. We're still like in the midst of, you know, what I think is on the tail end of hurricane season. I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a little interesting because I'm not nervous, but everyone else that I'm talking to seems to be, they're either, they're they're either nervous for me or they're just nervous because I'm guessing the PTSD, you know, definitely. Absolutely. 
Yeah. Um, which is completely fair. You know, I can't imagine. I, I literally have no, no, ima- like, I can't even imagine what that feels like, you know? Yeah. So, um, but overall, I don't know. I just love this city. I just feel so much closer to, like, my roots and feeling so much. It's just a city of, like, real love. Like, people are just so loving, despite, like, all the craziness with these dudes like they're yeah. people are just so friendly you know and I, I appreciate that you know yeah it's so. like embedded in like the code like it's a lot of bad but it's so much beautiful like beauty in the craziness in the chaos you know that's it's, always exactly. outshine but exactly. no yeah I'm actually so yeah no the guys out there are, I tell people that all the time and it's so crazy whenever you hear people who aren't from there tell you like the guys here are the guys there are so aggressive like they are it's the way that they talk and the way that they you know like you said like yeah guys may cat call you or say something to you in dallas or to la wherever you're from and you know if they see you're not interested they're interested they'll usually kind of go on about their business right there it's very i'm gonna keep yelling i'm gonna keep following you i'm gonna keep trying mm-hmm. to get your attention on some level you know whether right. it's respectfully or disrespectfully mm-hmm. to the point that you're i've been followed yeah. multiple times yeah like I and i'm like now you know where i live great but i try not to like you know come home yeah if that if i see i'm being followed um saying you're married doesn't help because i've had multiple guys be like oh well he doesn't have to know and i'm just like what yeah <laughs> like yeah where's the logic where's the i don't want you and why do you assume i want you because you're a man like i don't get it right. you know no, that's so, scary. Like it's it's fun. Like we laugh about it, but then it's like kind of like a nervous thing. Like that that scares me a little bit. That you're getting followed to your house. Like you get what I'm saying? Literally, that yeah. Time they can they know where you lay your head, and that's just like mm-hmm. that does not sit well with me. It doesn't. Yeah. So I'm just like okay, noted. You know, so I I try to just you know when you know a car is passing, like you recognize the car. You know, you kind of take a mental note of okay, red burgundy. Camry you know I've seen this past a couple times you know that whole thing you just I'm just I'm, I'm a lot more aware of my surroundings being that I'm alone being that I mean I'm not alone alone but you know yeah. just being that I'm you're still a woman a new, you're single I'm a woman alone. Yeah. right like yeah that whole thing so yeah but despite that it's you know it's 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 a great experience nonetheless but I feel like when I step out of my house I have to like put up this guard of like my resting bitch face has to come on which I don't even want it to you know yeah. but but even with that they're still somehow you know interested yeah but they love they love thinking it's a challenge it's right yeah. oh, I can't but I can't yeah that's crazy no and I feel <laughs> like New Orleans has like they have such handsome men like mm-hmm. they have, they're not you know the the attraction pool down there isn't bad like I think they're handsome and beautiful people everywhere but like you said it's the aggression or the approach behind it that like I don't know if when I was there if I was completely just not interested at all anyway or was it because I was there for so long and I was so turned off by how they were approaching me or anyone it's like I don't want anything to do with them at all just in general like you know what I'm saying right it's like you don't mm-hmm. know if you're just not interested by choice or you don't know if you're not interested because like them like you know if that makes sense right like, yeah like it's, it does I don't know I'm 
26, I'm not thinking about that right now. I want to focus on X, Y, and Z. And then, you know, if that happens, that happens. Or if it's just like, I just don't want to deal with men out here like this because they just act like they don't know. You get what I'm saying? Like, right. You don't it's a combo. Have, I feel like, you know. Yeah. And like, you don't mm. want to label them all that way because, you know, they're right. always the good ones. There's some out mm-hmm. there, you know, but for the whole, it's like you can't tell them apart. So you kind of have to treat them all kind of the same. Kind of a, yeah. So, mm-hmm. that's crazy I've, I've even limited my hey how you doings because even that can turn into something totally different now, now that I've learned I'm just mm-hmm. like yeah, I can't even say hi to people <laughs> like nope sheesh but oh. you live and you learn you know experience experience yeah no definitely okay and then last question and then you know we can definitely wrap up but like from this entire experience dealing with COVID and being able to kind of sit with yourself and kind of self-reflect and learn things and, you know, et cetera. What is kind of like the biggest thing you've kind of learned about yourself, whether it be like a pro or a con or something that you have discovered within yourself that you would want to tap in more on or, you know, just anything. Mm. Wow. Who? Um, there's a few things, but I'll just say, I'll say one thing and it's a, it's a con, but I'm, I feel like recognizing it is um, a pro, right? Absolutely. Because if you can recognize it, then you can, you can shift it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I recognize that I don't always do well with uncomfortable emotions. Um, and a lot of times when I feel uncomfortable emotions, I like to distract myself from these uncomfortable emotions using a variety of things. Um, not like anything crazy. I won't say it like that, but I'll just say that um, something that I don't think is talked about a lot in our communities is emotional eating. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you're someone who's average weight, which I feel like I probably fall into that category nowadays whether you're someone who's maybe underweight, maybe you're someone who's overweight, regardless of how your body looks. Yeah. Emotional eating, I feel like is a real freaking thing. Um, And it's really like, even for me to come on here and say that is a really vulnerable thing for me to do. Um, But it's come up a lot and I'm like, oh, so you just don't want to feel this feeling. Gotcha. Um, But that's a part of my work. And that's a part of me realizing like, nah, you got to feel this so you can heal it. And not just, you know, stuff your face to not feel it. But that's something that, like, is a part of the healing process. So I, I feel like even me sharing this, there might be someone out there listening saying, you know, maybe I, you know, have been doing something along the same lines of that and not feeling my emotions and in replacement of that feeding myself or doing whatever your, whatever your vice may be. It doesn't even matter, you know, mm-hmm. and not even judging yourself for it, but just acknowledging that that's the reason why. And like maybe even taking a journey into why 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 it is and where it started because a lot of the stuff that we do it starts as in, in childhood you know absolutely um, so that's literally been one of the biggest things for me um, just acknowledging that a lot of times I don't always do well with uncomfortable feelings mm-hmm. but like you said we've been sitting with ourselves so that's been like a big reflection you know like a lot of uncomfortable feelings have come up so yeah um so yeah 
Thank you for asking that, actually. Oh, I, no problem. I yeah. love that. I love asking people that because I feel like we've been in the house for so long. And I feel like in some form or fashion, you've had to kind of sit down and look in the mirror and kind of like check yourself in some ways. And if you mm-hmm. haven't been able to do that or if you haven't kind of done that willingly these seven or eight months, um, I kind of encourage you to definitely do that. I feel like that mm-hmm. should have been kind of one of the first things. But, um, you know, mm-hmm. one isn't that aware or you know maybe not feel like they need to do things like that but definitely myself um for my anxiety my sense of mind I definitely had to tap into myself and you know check myself on a lot of things um so I love kind of hearing what other people you know have had to do and check themselves on whether it be a pro or con I think it's great to you to find like your cons and Mm -hmm. work on that and maybe hopefully work that into being a possible pro in your life so oh yeah no I love that thank you for feeling comfortable to even share that so but I really enjoyed uh spending this time like talking to you and reaching out um I love like doing my podcast episodes with people with friends um women that inspire me in some form or fashion and Mm. you definitely inspire me to definitely tap in within myself on a um, deeper level I definitely plan on tuning into one of your meditation uh, videos live in the morning. So definitely kind of um, tell everybody where they can find you at on social media and, you know, they can, you know, get in touch with you or if they need anything, want to learn anything, you know, let them know. Absolutely. Thank you, Bianca. Um, thank you. I can be found on Instagram at maqueta.renee. I'll spell it. M-E-K-E-T-T-A dot Renee, R-E-N-E-E. Um, I do weekly meditations. I do weekly yogas, most of which are free. Just kind of want to have people tap in because I think our wellness should not have a price tag, to be real with you. Um, we've spent so much time being unwell that, you know, it's it feels like somewhat of a duty to offer this back at no price tag, you know, because it's, it's important, you know? So that's again, um, Maqueta Renee, Maqueta.Renee on Instagram. And there's more offerings to come, more love to come. And I'm so grateful to be on this platform sharing. Love it. Okay. Well, thank you so much again. I'm definitely going to reach out to you. I'll, you know, definitely keep in touch and let you know the next time I'm in the city and we can definitely get together. So I definitely plan on doing that by the end of this year. So I'll keep in touch and you take care of yourself. Okay. Yeah. You as well. You guys, thank you so much for this episode or for you guys tuning into this episode of Forbidden Bliss with Bianca Monet. Um, God bless you all. And until next time, see you soon.